welcome to the Sonoma County Real Estate Podcast. I'm Nancy Chiappi, and I am hosting this podcast not because I'm an expert, but because I have a lot to learn about buying and selling real estate here in the exquisite Sonoma County wine country. And nothing would make me happier than for you to gain some insight as well. So tune in as we explore the minds and hearts of local real estate professionals and the unique perspectives they bring to an ever-changing market. Well, hello again, everyone. We have got another amazing episode here for you. This time featuring the lovely Susan Duchant and Mr. Dave Farner. Susan and Dave, thank you for being here and allowing us the delight of listening to you share your passion for the real estate profession and the ways in which your unique histories have informed your path. I know I'm the richer for the experience and I have no doubt that you listeners will be inspired by the warmth and the wisdom that Susan and Dave have managed to thread so seamlessly into our conversation. With that, let's do this. So Susan, Dave, welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad to have you here with me today. Thanks for having us. Yes. Great to be here. It's my pleasure. And so to begin, if you would please introduce yourselves and share a little bit about your life here in Sonoma County, and then give us an overview of your real estate journey thus far. And how about we start with Susan? So my name is Susan Deshant. I am uh, born and raised here in Sonoma County, lived here my whole life, Uh, graduated from Sonoma State University, married with two daughters. Uh, I've been a realtor for the last four and a half years. Uh, Prior to getting my license, I worked as a radio sales executive. I also worked for marketing companies and did some PR work. Um, Getting my license was sort of, I think, a natural, natural thing that I was sort of destined to always do. Uh, I grew up in family business. My parents were big believers in the value of home ownership and investment in real property. And I just found myself wanting to own my own business. And I really felt that becoming a realtor sort of spoke to the skill set that I already had. And it allowed me to own my own business. And I have to say, it's um, been the, the best decision I've ever made professionally. Clearly, because I, I gather that you're doing quite well at it. And especially now that I know you've only been practicing for four and a half years. So congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, that's wonderful. And um, Dave, how about you? Thanks, Nancy. Um, My name is Dave Farner. I'm a realtor with Corcoran Global Living here in in Spastopol and in Sonoma County. Um, I've been a licensed agent for 25 years. So my wife and I moved to Santa Rosa in 2008. Um, I was born and raised in Marin County. Um, That's where I was raised in San Rafael. And we lived in central and southern Marin for um, 15 years. We left uh, Marin in 06 and moved to Bend, Oregon, to central Oregon. We knew quickly that that really was not a match. We were there for about two years. So we came back and we settled in Sonoma County. My mom lives here in Santa Rosa. And I was familiar. I had worked briefly right out of college um, in Santa Rosa. So we settled here. It's been 14 years now. Absolutely love Sonoma County. We've been fortunate to travel a lot of, you know, see a lot of the world. And every time we come home, we just are very, very grateful and thankful of how fortunate we are to live here 
in Santa Rosa and Sonoma County. So that in that respect, life is good. Um, my journey, I'll try to keep this brief. It's been 25 years since I've become a licensed uh, realtor. I sold in uh, Southern Marin for Frank Howard Allen, which is family owned and operated brokerage. Great company, really good support. One of my best mentors who hired me was just a wonderful woman. Then I, uh, I was involved in leadership with the Marin Association of Realtors as board president. And at that time, I was recruited to Coldwell Banker to manage their Greenbrae office and did that for a couple of years. That's where I met Bill Facendini, who's the founder of Terra Firma Global Partners. So I've had a long standing relationship and friendship with Bill and Heidi Rickert, the co-owner of uh, Terra Firma. Then we, we left Marin, came back to Santa Rosa. Um, I rejoined Frank Howard Allen for a short time. And then that's in 2010 is when Bill and Heidi started Terra Firma Global Partners. I came over in the beginning of 2011 and have been there all along with the company uh, until we were acquired two and a half years, almost a little over two years ago by Corcoran Global Living. So it's been a path of selling residential real estate, both in central Marin County and in Sonoma County. So that's my background. Yeah, yeah. wonderful. And I, I'm so curious about that. Um, we're maybe just briefly, can you tell us um, are the experiences of selling real estate in Marin County quite different than in uh, than helping buyers and sellers in Sonoma County? I think it's really the sort of the lifestyle in Marin versus Sonoma County. Um, Marin is honestly, it's just a very, very expensive place. And I, the folks who can afford to live and work in and live in Marin County tend to be more type A. Uh, more hard charging, the level of intensity is there. And it's only gotten more so. It's a very, it's a competitive real estate market. I was fortunate in the fact that I was born and raised in Marin. So I knew a lot of people, but I would just say it comes down to more of lifestyle overall of Marin County being pretty intense. And we knew we wanted a change. That's why we left Marin and went to Oregon. We just shot a little too far North. Um, and, but if we had come to Sonoma County directly from Marin, I think we'd still be looking over our shoulder a little bit. By going to Oregon, we scratched that itch. We realized Northern California is our home and Sonoma County provides this really nice balance. People are a little bit more relaxed. People work hard, it's expensive here and you know you have to do your thing, but it definitely is a little bit more comfortable. My, my wife loves it. She just, the pace is just right. So she's retired. And so yeah, yeah for us, it's. It's a really, I would say that's the really big difference is just sort of a level of intensity. So. Totally. And I love how your life played out to let you have that sort of break and then the re-entry and find, yeah, that sort of perfect spot um, kind of in the middle. And I agree with everything you said about just the, the pace here. Um, I'm also a retirement age and I just, I love the pace here in Sonoma County. It's really, um, I grew up on the peninsula the big difference and um, such a reprieve for me. So, uh, and so next question is, do you consider yourself to have a specialty within real estate and, or do you like to focus on supporting buyers and sellers in particular locales within Sonoma County? And if so, how did this come about? And Susan? Um, so as far as having a specialty, I think my specialty, I think, stems from my work experience and, and coming 
from family business, I've, I've worked, I mean, as young as maybe nine or 10, you know, alongside my family and being, you know, in the public customer service, sales, marketing, all of that was all wrapped up in one. So I've been around it for a long time. And when I did radio sales, a lot of that prepared me for becoming a, a successful realtor because I, I did a lot of cold calling, a lot of walking into businesses blindly, you know, and getting small businesses to invest their, their money in radio. So um, I have that. I, I've worked in marketing so that you know, I understand the importance of presentation with, you know, when you're selling property. So I think all of that, I think helps me, um, you know, represent my clients in a great, in a, in a hopefully in a successful way. Uh, I work with buyers and sellers equally. Uh, I don't have a specific area that I focus on. I remember when I first started, uh, one of the, one of the managers was just like, well, you should focus on this area because you're from here. And, you know, I just never really gravitated towards that. I've, I've sort of gone with the businesses. So I've bought and sold all over Sonoma County. And I think I'm better because of that. Um, you know, it's been advantageous for me. Um, I do think that I tend to work more so with sellers in a given year, but I find that it's important to do both because when I work with buyers, it makes me a better listing agent and vice versa. You got to know both roles. You got to understand it so that when you're in that position or when you're on the other side, you, you, you understand the psychology of it. Um, and so there's different responsibilities and different challenges, but at the end of the day, it's the, you know, you want that same result for your client. So um, that's sort of. Yeah. I love that. Lot. So the importance of seeing both sides yeah. and um it's so interesting to hear me to hear you talk about your work history. And I'm, I'm here looking at you, the viewers. I mean, the listeners don't have that pleasure, but you just emanate a sense of uh, groundedness, integrity. I can see why people trust you very easily. And it's kind of, I don't really even know how to say that in words, but it's a gift of yours, I do believe. Has that been your experience? That's so nice. Thank you so much. It's really nice to hear. I mean, I think I'm the type of person that my, I sort of wear my emotions on my sleeve. So you're going to know if I'm upset or I'm mad or I'm angry, you know, so it's sort of like, I just, uh, I just am true to who I am, you know, in many yes. ways. Yes. And I think that that just comes off naturally. Um, but, you know, uh, I think, yeah, maybe just my background, my parents were immigrants and, and came to this country and really embody that American dream. So from a very mm. young age, I've seen the importance of working hard and, you know, it'd also be to be humble and to give back. And I mean, I tried to implement that in my life, you know, and um, I can do better in many ways, but you know, that's sort of something that I've just been around. Um, mm. And so I take my job really seriously because it's really important to me. Every client that I work with, it's, it's, it's like my business, you know, and I want them to succeed. And I, I it, it means a lot, you know, so um, maybe that's maybe some of it where, where it comes from, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I am so I, I loved listening to you share that it spoke right to my soul. And, and I'm, I'm glad that others get to hear that from you as well. Thank you. Um, and then Dave, how about you? Do you have a specialty within real estate or do you sort of find yourself kind of working in particular areas or, or um, I don't know, 
Anyone? I wish I would. I wish I could say I was the listing agent to the stars, and I mm. only sell one type of house in eight mm-hmm. figures. But that's not the case. Mm-hmm. I have been honestly, Nancy. I have been a generalist um, my entire real estate career because I was born and raised in Marin. I knew people throughout the county. When I started, I had a database of 250 people that I compiled from the get-go, and it was spread throughout the county, mostly central and southern. Um, Marin because we lived in Sausalito, um, but would certainly go up to Novato. But I really stayed in my lane in terms of I didn't go outside of Marin County and even West County out to Stinson Beach and uh, the coastal areas, I would re- uh, refer business out. So the 101 corridor um, in Marin was really my my office space and where I, you know, uh, where I worked. And the same thing has been true in Sonoma County. Um, I work along the 101 corridor from Petaluma up to Healdsburg and then go down through the Valley of the Moon to Sonoma. I just mm-hmm. closed the house um, two days ago in Sonoma. The Russian River area and the coast I refer out to. We don't have, we have a couple of colleagues from, in our organization with Corcoran who live at the river. The river is a very unique animal and place and has things that you really want someone who works that market closely because there's some from a risk management standpoint um there's some things that you want to be careful of and i'm not doing that day to day so as much as i'd like to say i have this really defined niche or something i don't i I go where the opportunities are i really like helping people and i like being of service i am a caregiver that is my number of people have commented they're like you're a caregiver. You're, you know, you like, you like helping folks. And I, I do. And that's what gives me great satisfaction. Historically, I've been a little bit more 60% buyers, 40% sellers. That's changed a little bit in the last few years, done a lot more listings, but again, that's where the opportunities have presented themselves. I I still do both. Um, One thing I have shared with people in general, buyers are always excited to get their keys at the end of the transaction. They're always happy. Sellers, I think it's more of a sort of a, sometimes a sense of relief, uh, other things going on. Um, they're, they are, they have same level of emotion, maybe dip, but different emotions. Mm-hmm. Uh, buyers are always fun because it's like, here's the keys to your new house. And they're like, yay. So it's, a, it's helping people realize that dream is, is great. Yeah. And I just like, I, I just want to really honor your ability to move and flex with the different sorts of emotional things that happen, depending on not only personality type, but like you just pointed out, maybe in a certain respect between buyers and sellers. I also want to thank you for you. I, I've gathered that you, um, you carry a lot of wisdom and I like the way you kind of synopsize things and, and put these nuggets out for us. So thank you for that. And then the other thing I wanted to ask you is, do you feel like, um, did sales come naturally to you? Yes. Yes. I mean, I um, had a paper out when I was nine years old and I got there and, you know, get customers and whatnot. That's come naturally to me. And this is what I was hoping you were going to touch on this a little bit. And you were, I'm probably jumping ahead on our, our questions here. Um, my dad was a great guy and hail fellow well met. Uh, he, you know, he got along with everybody and I get along well with people. I think my greatest skill is my ability to meet and greet. I don't, I've never met a stranger and I'm, I can pretty much talk to anyone. 
So the sales part came easy, but I had a hard lesson when I got out of college, I went directly to work for one of the major brokerages in the financial services business. And that was straight sales at age 23. And that was really a mistake um, because they were asking us to try and find people to help them invest their life savings. And with a 23 year old, you have absolutely no knowledge, skill set, experience, mm-hmm. period. And I failed miserably at that. It was, and it was management situation was bad. My best friend from college has been hugely successful with the same company. They've been there his whole career, but he went to work for Bank of America uh, for five years first and learned how to be an adult, how to operate around people with wealth and money and resources. And he got some good, solid grounding first, then went back, got his MBA, and then became an investment advisor around age 28, 29. And he has done extremely well. So I would say the same thing to people if they can get some, especially if it's a real young person, get some real life structure around you and get some skill sets on your underneath, you know, under your belt, then go into sales. And I was lucky. I, I, after I failed horribly in the financial services business, it was almost a 10 year walk in the woods. Um, more than that, I took, I didn't find real estate till I was 37. And fortunately, the woman who hired me again, this great mentor, I said to my wife, I said, if I get her for two years as my manager and someone to help me and two years to the day, then she became the general manager of our company. And, and so my office manager, I had that structure that I really wish I had gotten when I got out of college, but I'm very grateful for the fact I found it at age 37. So, yeah. Absolutely. So that's, yeah. So sales is great. I love sales and it's the, what I do. And I, but I'm, I am thankful to have had the mentorship and the, the structure around me to get me started with real estate. Well, I want to thank you for giving sales a good name. Because I had a feeling that was going to be the answer that, yes, it came, it came naturally to you, but um, you've been able to bring, you know, you, you emanate a sense of goodness. And so um, I, I love that you're in sales because, um, and especially real estate, because it is so darn central to people's well-being. And so that is wonderful. And then I, I want to just take a, a moment and, and just ask um, you to collaborate, maybe not exclusively, but frequently. How did that come about, Susan? Um, I think actually Dave reached out to me. Um, I was maybe about a year ago. I was sort of, my business was slowing down a little bit and I had the opportunity to offer support, you know, to, to a colleague or a coworker and, and, um, and Dave was just, just had a lot on his plate. And so I sort of helped manage, you know, some of the transactions and take that load off of his plate. And um, yeah, we've been working together, you know, ever since. I mean, sometimes we'll do things individually, but I, I think in a lot of ways and times we'll, we'll, we'll share the business. Wonderful. Yeah, I was curious about that. And then um, staying with you, Susan, financial benefits aside, what keeps you inspired to stay engaged in the real estate profession? What drives you? 
Um, you know, it's interesting. Dave said that he became a realtor at 37 and I became, a, I think, a licensed maybe 34 or something. But but prior to that, you know, I've worked in sales and I've worked in marketing companies, but I never really felt that it was the right fit for me. There was something wrong, missing, you know, and real estate has definitely, you know, it's like that missing puzzle piece. It's like, mm -hmm. I finally got the career that I've always wanted. I kind of got mm -hmm. married younger. I had kids and I'm just like, you know, I can't stand on my own two feet with these, with these other jobs that I've done. You know, I can't be self-sufficient and I don't feel important enough with what mm -hmm. I was doing, you know, selling business cards. Yes, it's important, but it's not, it didn't fulfill me, you know? And so, you know, my, my husband's like, well, why don't you just get into real estate? You know, you'd be great at it. You should do it. And so I took his advice and, you know, it's been the best decision. Like I'd mentioned, um, I think what drives me is I'm always learning something. No, no two transactions are ever the same. You're always learning something new. There's so much involved in being a realtor. And I don't think I ever knew this prior. You know, I think people think, hey, we put up a for sale sign and then we get this nice check. There's so much more involved in it. Um, and I've learned a lot along the way. And um, I think what drives me is that I love what I do. I love helping people. Um, when I became a realtor, I remember hearing senior agents saying like, well, you know, I, I change people's lives. And I just remember thinking, gosh, that's so corny. <laughs> you know, I just remember thinking that and I'm just like, well, I just like do it. But now that I'm in it, you know, for four and a half years, I, I see what they need. You know, you really do change people's lives. Like I, I've had people come up to me like emotional and tears and just thanking me for helping them secure that home, you know, or, you know, I've sold properties for widows who've lost their, their spouses. And, you know, I help them get to that next chapter. And so our job's important and I don't take it lightly. And I think, um, you know, it's just really, really rewarding work, you know? And so, and, and I just love what owning real estate has done for my family, you know, and I, and I believe in it. And so I want others to, to feel the same way. And so I can, kind of be their their guide and helping them understand the importance of it. I've got a cousin who does really well and is successful and and I keep pushing for her to just to buy property, to buy a home, to you know, because I know how important it is and I just don't, you know, want her to wake up when she's 70 and, you know, not own anything because it offers so much of that security. So in a way it allows me to to share the experience that I've had, you know, through home ownership and the importance of it. And so, I mean, I can go on and on and on, but I, I just, I love it. I mean, it drives me crazy and it's a roller coaster, you know, yeah. but I can't do a nine to five desk job. I, I've tried, you know, and right. I, I'm not good at it. So this speaks to the skill set that I have. And I love working with new people and helping people. Totally. And it speaks to a lot of skill sets. And this is probably something I will say like a broken record throughout this, these podcast episodes is just how blown away I am at how much realtors hold all the different spinning plates, all, I mean, in so many respects. And, um, so, and, and just in transparency, that's why I realized it was not the right job for me. Mm -hmm. I'm sort of like a narrow and deep kind of gal, you know, and mm -hmm. <laughs> I think I like being at home too much, <laughs> which is why I have a passion for it. But um, yeah, and so it's, it's amazing to me, um, all the different hats yeah. that you wear as realtors and, um, what was the other question I wanted to ask you? 
I don't know if it's going to come to me, but anyway, yeah. Thank you for that. And, and Dave, how about you? Financial benefits aside, what? Well, yeah, there's, there, there is that there is one of the neat things about our industry is there's really no ceiling on what you can make um, in our industry. There are a lot of sales. There's a lot of sales industries and segments in the sales world that they, you capped out, you know, you work really hard and you really, reach a ceiling and that's it. So that's one of the things that's nice. Um, What keeps me going is my wife's retired. (laughs) And so, um, and you know, I have a house to to pay for and whatnot, but it, I think what's amazing about it is because we're our own boss and we get to basically march how we, we get to go down the path that we, that works for us. And that's one of the things I share with agents. There's lots of different ways to do this business. You need to find your path. And if you find the path that works for you, it, it's almost like breathing. And I think, that's, I think that's really what a lot of it's been for me is I, there's things that I do well. There's things that I don't do well at all. And I still struggle. I mean, I really, really, there's aspects that I, I, I'm terrible at delegating to ask Susan for help a year, two years ago during the pandemic, when I was really busy, was a huge thing for me. But she's fabulous and we work well together. I don't think I drive her too crazy. Um, at least I hope not. Um, but what drives us, it's, it's wonderful to help people. You know, I am that caregiver that comes naturally to me. But also, I think it's the part of it is really this path that you're on as an agent and you really get to do it your own do it your own way. I think at this point, I'm probably unemployable for something else. I think mm-hmm. if I had to go back and answer to someone, mm-hmm. I would probably have a very, very difficult time with that. Maybe, well, I don't know. Yes. But, you know the good news is, yeah, I'm qualified to go to Starbucks. You know? yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but I, I'm very lucky in that respect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we are, we're happy that yeah. we have you and we don't want you to do anything else. Okay. <laughs> and um, I was going to say too, that it sounds like the, the profession keeps you on your own personal growth edge. Like you said, you've had a lot of success, right? It feels like breathing. Oh my God. I loved that. That's amazing. I, to me, that just makes my heart sing because I love to see people do what feels natural to them. Um, and also keeps us on our edge of growth. Like, so for you, it was like, oh, can I ask for help? Right. And it was like life-changing when you do. Right. And so anyway, thank you for that. And then, um, you know, how about some insight guidance and or encouragement that you might want to offer to buyers and sellers right now? And let's just stay with you on this day. So right now, uh, it sounds like a broken record, but counsel and plan ahead and talk to that trusted advisor. These are uncertain times, obviously, with the upheaval in the financial markets in the first part of 22, interest rate increases, events in the world coming out of COVID. There's all of these things happening. My counsel always, and, and people ask me when I started in the business, do you like, how do you like selling houses? And I said, well, it's great. I said, you either want to buy a house or you don't. 
And you can either afford to buy a house or you can't. It's not an impulse decision. It's not like going out and buying a convertible on the weekend. Okay. So you either want to do this and you have to have a game plan in place. So I tell people you need to really evaluate your circumstances. Don't really worry about what the rest of the world's doing and what's going on. Look at your circumstances and evaluate if owning a home is the right thing for you. I tell people, if you think you're going to get a job transfer in the next 12 or 18 months, if you think you're going to lose your job, then don't buy a house. If you think there's going to be some sort of, or you're, you know, I don't say this directly, but if you think your relationship's in trouble, you know, things that could, that could derail what appears to be your life, don't buy a house. But if you think you're going to live here for the next five, seven, 10, 12 years, if your job is stable, if you have enough money to own a home, you know, then the real estate market's going to continue on. People think the world's, the times they think the world's coming to an end, it's not. Yeah. We will always have a real estate market. It's mm -hmm. unless there's some catastrophic event, but I don't expect that to happen. So but you bring up a really good point here about people making perhaps rash decisions during times of stress. Mm -hmm. And that's really, I think that's a, um, a pretty deep aspect of, of um, like you said, you know, how you counsel people. Um, so I just, I just wanted to reflect that I thought that was really insightful. Um, please continue. No, I'll let Susan down. Yeah, oh, okay, Susan. Um, yeah, do you have some guidance or even encouragement, anything that you'd like to say to buyers and sellers? Well, I, I agree wholeheartedly with what Dave, you know, has just said. Uh, it's really about having honest conversations with sellers and with buyers. Um, one thing, you know, once some advice from a buyer, for example, when I was working with buyers in March of last year, the interest rates were much lower and it was incredibly competitive. And I just remember thinking we kept getting beat out every single time. And so now the people who have, you know, stable finances that can withstand higher interest rate can get into home ownership and have not have that competition, right? So it might be a good time for a buyer to go ahead and, and make that decision, even though their mortgage payment might be higher or the interest rates are, interest rates are higher. I mean, my advice is get it, get your foot in the door any way you can, you know, and be disciplined for the next year or so and not take, you know, some amazing trip to Europe or buy that car, but like save and, and just focus on, you know, maintaining your home. And then hopefully when the interest rates drop, you can refinance. Um, so I think there's, that's encouraging for buyers right now, because it is an investment any way you look at it, because if you just hold on to it long enough, you know, you will see the benefits of it. Uh, as far as sellers, I think one thing to keep in mind is we don't know what's going to happen in six months to a year. We know what's, what's happening now. So if they can have an honest conversation and, and with their agent, trust the process and have realistic goals, then this might be the time, right? Because it might be, it might not be the best time if they wait a year or so, you know? So it's really about being more thoughtful and strategic working with sellers. And I think if you do that uh, ahead of time, I think it will make for a, a much more pleasant, successful transaction. Yeah. And I love how you really take that sort of assertive um, approach on the importance of purchasing real estate. Um, that's another one of my gratitudes is that real estate investments and for, for us it's simply been home investments 
but my goodness, they have provided for us. I mean, just in amazing ways. And so I really appreciate that, that you really coming back and highlighting that over and over because, um, you know, especially now, I think, you know, we're seeing shifts in um, priorities amongst the younger generations. It makes me wonder, like, are they even going to care about investing? Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's, it's nice. And because I have no idea how old you are, but you look quite young and it's (laughs) nice. It's, it's quite refreshing to hear, you know, um, you really still sort of standing that ground of like, Hey, this is a really good idea. So, um, well, you know, I've really enjoyed this. It's been such a beautiful opportunity to get to know both of you better myself. And it's even more wonderful to know that others can listen in and hear, um, this conversation. So, uh, speaking of listeners, how can uh, people connect with you if they would, would like to discuss working with you? Go ahead, Susan. I mean, they can call me uh, anytime. I'm, I'm okay. very responsive. I'm prompt. I mean, uh, I, call me on my cell phone. I'm, I'm happy to talk with anyone, you know, meet with them, answer any questions. Um, Do you have a website good. where they can go and, and yeah. retrieve your... Uh, my website is actually under construction. So that's something I'm, I'm working on, but my email, you know, Susan at susandeshant.com, my cell phone, you know, I don't know if I'm supposed to give that out right now, but yeah, Susan at susandeshant.com and And then my cell phone's 707-529-1084, but, um, she just went for it, ladies and gentlemen. She put it out on the line there, but she is a realtor. Oh, I don't so get any she wants to call her. <laughs> um, and then how about you, Dave? So I'm I'm fortunate. I have an unusual last name that it's Farner. It's F-A-H-R-N-E-R. The H throws everybody. But because of that, if someone just searches Dave Farner Realtor on Google, I pop right up. So I've been very lucky in that response and respect. Mm-hmm. So my Google... Uh, search and my Corcoran page comes right up as the first thing. I just did it before this podcast to see what popped up first and my, my bio page with my contact information and background comes right up on the first thing. So, and I've kept it really simple. It's just DaveFarner at gmail.com. Um, I've tried to make my life as simple as possible. I have one cell phone number. That's it. And so that pops up on my, on the pages and I've tried to I've learned to keep it as simple as possible so people can find me readily. Um, so that, that sounds like sage, sage. Yeah, I had a, there was a technology person from my old company who said, look, if you were Dave Smith, you'd just be a face in the crowd and no one would ever find you. But she said to me, she goes, you're really, really lucky to have a slightly unusual name. So I'm grateful for that. So yeah. It's the little things. Oh, wonderful. So thank you guys so much and um, take good care and we'll chat again. Thanks, Nancy. All righty. Thanks, Nancy. Take care. Okay, you too. Bye. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you found our time together to be enlightening and informative. And if you'd like some help in identifying the ideal Sonoma County Realtor for you, then reach out. I'm at nancy at sonomacountyrealestatepodcast.com. Again, that's nancy 
at SonomaCountyRealEstatePodcast.com. Bye for now.